Beehive Sports Podcast is powered by Swing Juice. Visit swingjuice.com. Use promo code Beehive20 for 20% off your golf and MLBPA apparel. Also, just started a pickleball line. If you have a friend who plays pickleball or family, let them know. They got some pickleball clothing uh, that you can purchase. Use our promo code Beehive20. You'll get 20% off your order. Uh, Today's show, starting out with the first of the five days of Christmas. So we'll put up the wheel and announce the winner there. Then we'll get into local shout-outs. Uh, buzz and buzz kill. Reality over reaction for NFL Week 15. Uh, and then a couple of little different notes for uh, Sunday Ticket. Got some update info on that. PIAA approves the NIL. I waited for you to discuss that. Thank you. And... Uh, Oh, I guess we'll mention that Argentina won the World Cup, and then uh, we'll never talk about soccer for another however many years. Thank God. No sports history this week. Sadly, that uh, segment might be going bye-bye just because we're trying to trim up some time, make this a little bit more viewer and listener friendly. But we'll figure that out. It's That's going to be something we discuss once this season's over. Skeddy on, a Christmas gift. Good rant today for from Sketty. He's got two weeks of built-up uh, tension to just come unglued today. And the things that sting, we have follow-up for Griner, which we haven't done. I didn't even think about that, but we have not discussed yeah. the Griner trade, quote-unquote. Uh, follow-up on Aqib Tlaib and Bobby Wagner, the Rams linebacker. And then we got one, two, three, four, five new stories. So that's cool. We got some some good stuff to talk about. In my hive, we will get into the three bagger review and the new picks for what's coming up week sixteen. Yeah, week sixteen. Three three regular season weeks left. That's always makes me sad. Uh, let's go. Welcome to the Beehive Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Joe and Sketty. The buzz is brought to you by Bushlight Attention Hunters. Your favorite camo cans are back. Get it wherever you purchase your adult beverages. Please drink responsibly. And Napoli Pizza, that's right. When there is football season on TBSP, there's Napoli's weekly specials. Pickup or delivery available located in North Warren. Already confirmed we will be doing the Super Bowl uh napoli's super bowl prize pack again this year so uh but i think stefano has some different ideas for it so we're gonna we'll toss that around but we got another what month and a half before we really get it well no probably a month i mean really yeah i mean second week of february right right yeah so yeah we're not too far we'll have to do it beforehand yep we'll get into that another time uh reminder to those watching you can listen to the audio only if you choose spotify amazon music apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts search the beehive sports podcast you'll be able to find all our episodes uploaded shortly after the live show so today is day one of the five days of christmas sketty i was gonna make you sing uh on the first day of christmas the beehive nobody wants to hear 
Nobody wants to hear me sing. I should have had that done. Sing. I should have had that done prior to, and we would have played it as yeah. background music. <laughs> um, all right. So day one, I got the prize right here. So we have the Beehive Sports Podcast six pack cooler, which includes a Bushlight tumbler, which I forgot to put in the photograph. So we have a some tumblers that'll be given away each day too. Uh, let's see, two Bushlight lanyards lanyards and two bush light koozies so lots of cool stuff brought to you you know brought to us by bush light thank you paul for uh helping us out with that so that's the first day of christmas so i'm gonna put up the wheel and uh we'll show you who the winner is Neighbor Tim pulls out the win for day one, first day of Christmas. So congratulations. Easy delivery. Easy delivery. Don't have to ship it. That is nice. I'll I'll take that. But uh, yeah, so congrats, Tim, winner of the first day of Christmas. So he's still eligible because that wheel's not changing. So he's still eligible. You can win multiple times. We'll see, you know, what the what the wheel says. Uh, I'll post. So tomorrow, are we doing bonus show Thursday? Uh, no work is giving me the old big fuck you one more time. So yeah. Okay. Thursday's so, out. but so Christmas morning or Christmas, Christmas Eve, I'm morning. still hoping for it. Yeah. Okay. That'd be good. And, uh, that could be the day too, that we just do a couple topics and then, uh, cause we're already picking our games now. So yep. we could play the Ray Russell interview and go yep. over the the couple topics we wanted to talk about that we'll post about before we get to that. And that would only be like a little hour long show, but then we could, you know, show the wheel on uh, a live feed yep. of who wins the cornhole boards. So they're super nice. Like I'm, I'm yeah, jealous. They, look nice. yeah. they are. They're very, very well put together. They're nice boards. They aren't like the cheap, you know, sometimes you get stuff like that. It's like, these are legit. So, uh, so each day moving forward, then uh, I'll just post the video of the wheel spinning so everybody knows uh, who won there. And then I'll reach out to whoever that person is and uh, get you your pack. So congratulations, Tim, the winner of the first day of Christmas for uh, our Bush Light giveaway. All right. Uh, anything, trying to think anything else before we get into local shout outs. You got anything you need to add? I don't think so. Nope. Okay. We're cruising today because I got a date at Baldy's at noon. So I'm going to hit the golf ball a little bit today. Probably pull a bunch of muscles. That's what I anticipate happening. Haven't picked up a club since Myrtle Beach. <laughs> yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, it should be interesting. All right, local shout outs. Wait, hold on. Before we get to that, Andy, I feel like this is the Santa M&M's commercial. He does. It is me. <laughs> I dyed the beard. Uh, actually, I am getting some grays, though. You should dye it white for the show Saturday. The show. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I will. Content, I'll, I'll, con- I'll consider that. All right. Local shout outs. Not a whole lot because um, I was kind of thinking about it. Like there's so many basketball games. You know yep. what I mean? 
like it's hard to keep track of all of what's going on so i'm just looking for like little highlights and uh what i can find you know and here's a few things i found so white looking house had his first game back after the football injury okay 31 points in his debut that's pretty good not bad pretty good so they lost unfortunately to titusville but that's a a way to make your presence felt coming off the a, a football injury in the basketball season. Pretty badass. Uh, Alyssa Farr scored 12 in a, a Warren girls win over Dubois. She was three for three from uh, shooting threes, had a night, pretty nice game. She got the player of the game, icy ink player of the game. I think that's brought to you by your daily local. If I'm not mistaken. Uh, Ike girls basketball. So this is good too. defeated Kane for the second win of the year that matches their season win total from last year. So they're two and 20 last year already at the two win mark early in the season. So that's, they're already trending the the right way. You know, I don't know what kind of how it's going to finish out for them, but <coughs> still a, a good mark to say, Hey, last year, you know, wasn't great. And we're already, already at two wins there. So, um, Real quick before I move on from high school stuff, you have the plaques done, correct? I do have the plaques done. Not here with me that I can show you, but they are done. Yes. Okay. So we need to, uh, maybe after the new year, when things kind of get back to normal time-wise, like everybody's life's weird this time of year, uh, then we'll get in touch with Clay and Penley and figure out a time that we can go up there and present the plaque and take a picture or whatever to Lily and Mike, the winners of best fall athlete. So uh, those are done. So we're, we're moving in the right direction there. Yep. Um, maybe I'll shoot an email to those guys or something to try and sort that out when we can, when we could do it. And hopefully your schedule gets back to not as crazy. That, that makes two of us. that are hoping that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shout out to two of my coworkers. So coach Joe Spraveri, Got some Bill Belichick stuff happening. He's 3-0 and in his coaching debut at the YMCA School Age League. He's pretty stoked about it. Uh, <laughs> I told him I'd give him a shout-out. I'm rooting for him. This is where it all begins, right? This is where everybody's story starts in their coaching life. Well, not everybody, but Spro, people. Spro doesn't, Spro doesn't strike me as a basketball guy. I'm I don't think he right ever played basketball. He was a wrestler, 100%. But. Yeah. That just shows you he's, he did some homework on his own and, and he's uh three and oh, also Doherty and Tony thrift three and oh, seventh grade baby boys basketball. Okay. So yeah, they got, got some, some coaching talent in the midst of WPD. That might be the pool where everybody starts pulling from. They're looking for coaching talent. Uh, you know, the coaching tree at WPD might be the one to, to look at. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. All right, buzz and buzz kill. What are you buzzing on today? What am I buzzing on? Well, I actually got two things I'm buzzing on. First and foremost, buzzing on the 49ers because just, I mean, damn, it's nice to have the NFC West one. It's done. Can't be worse than the three seed. Uh, love the love the hot stat that's out right now. Teams are 1-12 after facing the 49ers. Didn't realize that. So the next week, the Niners kick the shit out of you, and then you go lose again. Love to see it. Think that's a great stat. Uh, and the other thing that's got me buzzing is 
watching the fucking Cowboys lose. God damn, I love it. I, it's the only thing that's made me fucking happy all week is watching them. It might have made me happier watching them lose than watching the 49ers win Thursday night. Oh, I love it. Absolutely love it. Yeah, I think we're going to – I don't know. Actually, I should have put something in overreaction. And I didn't need to because uh, I knew you'd probably – rip on them anyways but yeah that was a 17 point lead they had right against yep. jacksonville yep hey Blew best it. defense zay, in the league zay best jones defense in the league zay jones career game yeah against the best defense in the league so yeah. everyone kept saying micah parsons four thousand sacks this season where's he at where's he been <laughs> four thousand all right uh what's got me buzzing uh with you a few things obviously like i already said hitting the golf ball today I love doing that. I'm excited to get the Baldies here at noon uh, with coworker Kyle. We're going to play a couple hours there and just get some swings in. Uh, all the Christmas parties happening. I love this time of year. You know, you get to see a bunch of family and everything. It's Asher's first Christmas, so it's cool. Uh, you know, kind of just feeling that out. Of course, he doesn't know, what, you know, what the fuck's going yeah. on. He just, yeah. But he got a wagon. Like, my mom got him a radio flyer, and we were pulling him around the garage in it, and he was just, like, loving life, so... It's it's cool. Um, and also bull season. I love the random. Yeah. Hey, it's two o'clock on a Tuesday. Turn on the TV. Oh, you got a college football game to watch. Like I'm I'm into that. Uh, regardless of who's playing, it's fun to watch. Maybe place a small wager, you know, things like that. So, uh, yeah, that's what's got me buzzing this week. Buzz kill. What do you got? Well, I got a laundry list, but this is a short show. So I'm going to go with something nice and simple. NFL officiating. I get one break from my shit life this week to watch football, and I got to watch just the dog shittiest of dog shit calls all weekend long. Specifically, Thursday night, Niners game, Nick Bosa hits Geno Smith while the ball is still in his hands. Interception, uh, pick six, roughing the passer. What the fuck do you want him to do? Tackles him, textbook, perfect tackle, ball still in his hand. And because it, he ran into a Seahawks lineman, and that kind of like stopped him from just flopping right down. They're like, oh, he slammed him to the ground. Yeah. It was a, it, he was fully laid out. Oh, just the NFL officiating is dog shit. Just saw that me. play. Agree with you on yep. that one. That was, although anytime something like that happens, I immediately side with the officials and call Bosa yeah, dirtbag because it pisses you off. Yeah, classic dirtbag Bosa <laughs> being, a, being yep. a piece of shit. Damn, damn uh, him and his form tackling. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, my buzz kill kind of along the lines of where you're at the nfl's fixed talk that just anytime there's games that happen a certain way i.e the vikings colts game down 33 nothing or whatever it was come back and win in overtime oh uh, well, it was fixed vegas had their way vegas i'm uh no they didn't the line you have to look at the line before you're gonna f start bitching about this first of all i didn't watch the entire game but you were texting me and you were watching it and said that the officials were royally screwing the Vikings for the most part. Is yeah. that correct? That That is one. Again, I kind of okay. like quit watching it halftime. And, and then as it they came back, I turned and it back the line, on. But, the line opened yeah. at four and a half, closed at three and a half. They won by three. They still didn't cover. It was 190 minus 190 on the money line, which if you took that, whatever. Um I don't see that as being – that wasn't an overly popular bet this week. It's not a lot of value. Uh, you have to bet $190 to win 100 Like, you're not – not, that's yeah. not something that a lot of people are going to pony up to do. So, 
uh, yeah, the between that, the Giants game, which there was a trash no call at the end of the game. We've all seen the photo, the the uh, Redskins or I'm sorry, Commanders receiver getting hugged by the Giants player. Still didn't matter as far as the spread went. If if that game would have. So let's hypothetically say they call that and Washington scores. They still have to get the two point conversion. Let's say they do do that and it goes to overtime. Line was still four and a half. So they would have had to got the ball first and scored a touchdown to cover that spread. So to, to give any type of NFL is fixed talk, it's it's trash. It's a well, stupid argument. Too many mouths to feed. You know how eager some of these players who didn't make it in the NFL would be to put this story out there that it is rigged and fixed and they would make buku bucks for breaking that story. It's I mean, not, it's do, do the refs have influence in games? Of course they do. I think again, I, I think going by the point spread is wrong for what people are trying to say. I think people are trying to say like the NFL is basically uh WWE where we're not talking about gambling lines. They wanted the Vikings to win that game, which you told me I didn't hear anyone else say that, and I can't believe anyone even said that because the the refs literally just two absolutely horrible calls that wiped off defensive touchdowns by the Vikings that would have got them in the game quicker. Uh, the the Commanders Giants game, okay. There's two iffy calls by the refs down there. Uh, the Terry McLaurin thing. I don't know if you caught that where he like checks with the ref to see he's on the line, and the ref says, "Yeah, you're good," and then yeah. immediately throws the flag. Yeah, like. Uh, you know, that was, okay, that, you could say that was iffy. They're trying to get the Giants win. You could make that dog eat with me a little bit. You know, I, 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 you could buy that story. But when you told me that someone said the Vikings and Colts game was fixed, yeah, Tori says stole a TD from the Vikings. No, they stole two TDs from the Vikings. Two, absolutely, one was absolutely horrible where they called the guy down and he wasn't even close to down. The other one, they call forward progress on Michael Pittman when he's still diving forward. I mean, it was just it's just piss poor officiating. There's no, there's, there's no way that game was fixed for the Vikings. They quite the opposite. Actually, I would say they were trying to get the Colts to win. If you're set telling me there's a fix, right. uh, just, just dog but, shit. But the, the, just reason dog I shit bring, the reason I bring the lines into it is because primarily what you will see on any thread where people are bitching that it's fixed is they'll reference Vegas one way or another. They will say, well, Vegas had their say or Vegas. Well, this, Vegas yeah, that's, that. Like, and that's it's dumb. Dumber, like man. it's people yeah, who don't, dumber, yeah, yeah, you, if you don't know what the line is uh, and it, you know, and, and here's, here's the thing when it, let's say the Vikings did come back and cover that spread. That's called a bad beat. Those things happen all the time. Like it, yep. it, it's not yep. uncommon for a bit. Go bet three straight days of college basketball. You will find a game where you get screwed by the half point on some meaningless long three-pointer that a guy threw up just because they were getting, you know, who because ca- who cares? And you you lose that way. Scott, what's his name? Van Pelt. Is he the ball guy? Yeah. 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 Van Pelt has his own segment called Bad Beats where he goes through yep. and shows, you know, what the line was and how, how it ended poorly for somebody who was betting on one side that it looked pretty safe and then it wasn't all of a sudden. It's just, yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, that that – rant for buzzkill went a little longer than i wanted but it's just it was so it's so annoying to listen to that and then somebody's like yep. sharing an uber fact which uber <coughs> fact has been i've always said should be called uber thoughts because it's not <laughs> like, they, they've yeah. a lot of their facts yeah. are incorrect they aren't facts whatsoever yeah 
and uh like they're you know what that's what spurned this whole thing was a lot of people were like oh well, uber facts says that they're labeled as an entertainment industry which means they can write how the story goes basically and it's okay well i don't know yeah well, well, well just it makes no sense in the in the realm of like look at past winners the way things play out like you what what are they gaining what were they gaining from brady winning a bunch of super bowls correct i mean to me the one thing that stands out is you know like i said nfl officiating is so bad people are starting to think that they can't possibly be that bad this right. fixes it you know, like that tells you there's a problem when this is being generated that tells you you have an officiating problem well, make it, these guys full-time fucking employees and get this figured out and correct me if i'm wrong here but wouldn't if it was fixed, the NFL start sprinkling in more small market teams winning Super Bowls so that their market grew in their location. Like football is already popular in Dallas. Pittsburgh's a big football town. Like all these teams that have a history of winning, if you start allowing the Detroit Lions to win one every once in a while or ever, or, or you know, these smaller, the Jaguars, whoever, like if you start putting them on the map, that does nothing but benefit your your company football is not going to die in Dallas because they aren't making the super or making the playoffs or winning the yeah. Super Bowl. They, they haven't that's, done that. That's quite obvious. Yeah, say quite right. obvious. <laughs> right. So <laughs> I, it just makes no fucking sense to me that yep. people yep. like, if it's so fixed, they could, if it's fixed, they could do things to up the, the worth of that company by making it popular in places. It's not as popular. Yeah. To me, if you're going to, I.e. the South, let's talk about that yeah. in and yeah. of itself. College football is King down South. Yep. So let's start pumping up Southern teams winning the Super Bowl. So the popularity, I mean, I use the example. I've used this before. When I lived in Chattanooga, Tennessee, the Titans started that season. I found a bar that was a Bills backers bar. There was probably like 15, 20 fans there. But there was other fans of other teams in this bar. It's called Taco Mac. And it wasn't until the Titans were 13-0 and 0 that year, 2007 or 8, can't remember exactly which one, that that place started, you started seeing Titans fans. It's not that they don't exist. Yeah. It's that they don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. I college, mean, they're more worried about what, you know, Georgia is doing or Alabama or Tennessee or whoever. I've always understood that like, that's how it is in the South though. They don't give a shit about the NFL. Like it's they college don't. football is what's big for them. They, they right. love college. So, so that's, that's my point though, is if, if the NFL was so fixed, why don't we start ramping up Southern teams winning that shit so that, teams you know so that it starts gaining popularity there so you get it a little you know teams a bigger following see i think to me if you're again if you're going by that angle the logic has to be that the nfl is doing things that keep the average fan interested they don't want that like you said like the dallas cowboys it means nothing if they win but national fan base uh same with the steelers you know they want the they want the average fan not the diehard fan they want the average fan to pay attention to what's going on with the league, but it, it, like you said, it's just too much going on. Would, it's not, would it be, would it be fair? Terrible. Would it be fair to say that the average fan knows who like the most hated teams in the league are like, let's use yeah, Dallas yeah, they, as they, an they, example. Yeah. I'd use Dallas as an yeah. example. Yep. If Dallas is widely loved, widely hated. So if it's fixed, don't you want the villain to succeed every once yeah. in a while? Because exactly. that's what, yep. right. So it's just, uh, yeah, it's fucking stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, yep. All right. Let's get into NFL. Wait, did you do your buzzkill? Yeah, you did the Cowboys. Yeah. <laughs> yep. As we continue using them as a <laughs> example for everything. 
But all right, let's get into reality over reaction. Week 15. Reality or overreaction? I started you off with an easy one. <laughs> Jags, Lions, Super Bowl. Two, two teams that aren't even in the playoffs are going to go to the Super Bowl. Overreaction. Yep. Although, now, okay, I do think there's a good question. chance one of these, te- one of these teams is going to sneak in. Follow-up question, though. Would you hate it if this was the Super Bowl? Like, Would you be like, well, that's shitty. Who wants to watch that? Or would you be like, this is kind of cool? Uh, no, yeah, I think it was really shitty because that, <laughs> that the Lions beat the fucking 49ers. Well, right. right. Uh, and I'd okay. probably be pissed Beside, off. Besides months. that, though. Because, yeah, I mean, that would mean Buffalo got beat by somebody, too. So, sure. But wouldn't this be more entertaining than, say, the teams that are repeatedly making it, you know, uh, a, a major run every year? To I mean, I like chaos, so I think I would maybe be okay with it. But, like, I could see how the average fan would be like, I don't want to watch the Lions or the Jags. You're still going to watch for the. I'd be one of the people you're watching for the commercials at this point in time. Commercials have been trash for a decade. That is true. But I would love. I would watch. I would. I would watch this game in a heartbeat. I think it'd be awesome. Might be a fifty to forty-eight game. (laughs) No defense being played there. Yeah, I'd be into it. Reality or reaction? The Chiefs aren't looking elite the last few weeks. It's a 100% reality. Uh, you know, they just don't look like world beaters. They're finding a way to get it done. And it's the same thing we said about the Bills earlier in the year. You know, that's what matters. You have to find a way to win games when you're not at your best. But the Chiefs don't scare me. I mean, the Bengals are the hottest team in the AFC right now by far. Uh, I, I think this is 100% reality. That there's no fear of the Chiefs right now. Reality over reaction. Wait, hold on. I need to talk. I need to talk on this yeah. too because I text you about this. Yeah. And it, and it just got me thinking because I was like, man, the Chiefs uh, are probably lucky Russ got hurt in that game yep. two weeks ago because uh, he was Russ. Russell Wilson was looking for the first time all year like the quarterback they paid a shitload of money to have come to Denver. Yep. Like he played yep. a very good game. Then he got a concussion and you know whatever. But. Uh, then fast forward to this week where the one win Texans take the Chiefs to OT. Yep. If this if the Bills were in this position where that happened two weeks in a row, like the way it played out, regardless of if they got the wins or not, I, I know exactly how much mud would be getting thrown at them for this. And the Chiefs get nothing. They're like, oh, well, it, Patrick Mahomes does it again in overtime. You know, he just, just finds ways to win. He's just the greatest ever and i'm like <laughs> you know i just know if this was the bills they'd they'd be dogging them for for anything they possibly could yeah and, and I, i'm kind of in a way thing. though i'm okay with this because i like i like that they're not like this huge heavy afc favorite now yeah i think that that's better yeah i i mean again i think the Bengals are probably the hottest team over there right now but that could change. You know, there's still three weeks to go in the season. Uh, but and the Buffalo Chiefs are not striking fear. Who's that? Uh, oh, the Bengals. Yeah. Yep. That'll yeah, be a big game. Yeah, two weeks. There. Yep. That's going to be an yep. awesome game. Yep. All right. Reality over reaction. Brock Purdy. I want to Brock and roll all night, and Purdy every day can lead the 49ers to a Super Bowl. I, I mean,. I think there's reality to this. I think that I'm not as high on him as a lot of people are. 
uh, you know, this whole Trey Lance doesn't have a job is just the absolute fucking dumbest take I've ever heard. But, uh, you know, he, he's played pretty pretty good against, you know, three average defenses. You know, the, the Dolphins a half a game, play the Bucks who are not good. You played the Seahawks defense who's not good. Uh, you know, but the NFC does not look tough. It doesn't scare me at all. Uh, I think Locke can be taken away, his composure up in Seattle. I kind of thought that was a game. That's why I picked Seahawks last week. So that's a tough place to go play. Your rookie, Mr. Irrelevant. It's a big spot. Um, and he handled the moment well. I mean, I think I texted you at one point in time. This is the most collected that uh, uh, 49ers quarterback has looked in Seattle in I don't know how long, since I can remember. I mean, no, no, uh, I think they had one time they had to take a t uh, timeout to prevent a delay a game call, but that was it. You know, other than that, he handled the pressure well. He looked sharp. Um, I, I really think with the NFC, especially if Jalen Hurts is not right, I, I don't see how the Niners aren't going to go to a Super Bowl. Getting Debo back, getting Mitchell back. Um, yeah, I, I think this is. I think this bad, is reality. Bad time for him to have a shoulder sprain. Correct. Yes. Not not ideal. Yeah. Not ideal. I didn't even know that that took place during the game against the Bears, but uh, we, just we, we can. Well, I'd say we can get to Andy's comment here about the. If Jimmy G comes back in the playoffs, well, that's not happening anymore. They already said that. The, the hopes of him coming back have already been gone. Not going to happen. And even if he would come back, they wouldn't go to him. So, yeah. All right. Uh, just throwing a couple comments up there. Yep. We've already seen what Goff can do in a Super Bowl. That's yep. going back to the Lions-Jags Super Bowl. I don't know why. I just <laughs> kind of wish that would happen. It's weird, but uh, I think this one's kind of a given. Cliff Kingsbury be will be fired after this season. I think it's complete reality. I'd be utterly shocked if it wasn't the reality of the situation. Uh, it, it's just not good. <laughs> it hasn't been good for years. Um, team's a mess. I, I think they just have to go in a different direction. Yeah, I, second half cliff has turned into full season cliff. Yes. And they just suck. They just are not not good. I mean, of course, being down doesn't help anything, but uh, Colt McCoy's been pretty trashy. But it's just... I mean, you know, there's video this year of them two on the sidelines getting into it. So uh, they just yep. paid uh, the midget a bunch of money. So they're probably going to move on. They ain't moving on from him, right? Exactly. Moving on yep. from Cliff. Uh, so reality over reaction. After, was it four or five straight losses? The Titans will still win the a AFC South. <sighs> Man, I, I think this is. I think this is an overreaction. I'm not saying it's not possible, but right now the way they look, uh, I wouldn't say that there's any guarantee that the Jags don't come back and, and steal this thing from them. Four straight losses is what. The, so the Titans went from seven and three to seven and seven. Jaguars one game back on them, and they play each other here in like two weeks. Yep, and the Jags just beat them a week or two ago, I believe. So correct. Yeah, that, that could be a huge, huge game. Then this is what the NFL wanted. Yeah. All right. Reality overreaction. The Bills offense appears back on track. I'm going to say overreaction. Now, albeit I told you, I slept through this game Saturday because I've been working crazy hours. Uh, but you told me, oh, Allen's back on track. And I said, wait a minute. Brock Purdy scored 33 on the Dolphins. Josh Allen scored 32. And you're telling me that's back on track? Unless Brock Purdy is, is uh, Tom Brady 2.0. I'd say they're trending the right direction, but I wouldldn't say they're did back the on track. 
Did the Niners not have a one or two defensive scores in that game against the... I don't recall. Well, I'm going to look because I think Brock Purdy did not score 33 points on Miami. I, Garoppolo might have scored some of them before he got hurt. I don't remember. I was drinking during that game. I can't recall. <laughs> I was drinking. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Greenlaw. Fumble return for a touchdown. Okay, so they had one. Yeah, okay. So he scored 27 points. And that's a lot of field goals, too. And I don't know. Still got to put the team Josh there. looked good, though. That's what I'm saying. Josh looked good. He's hasn't hasn't been turning the ball over like he was kind of getting into there been like three yeah. games i think since three four games either way the bills went through they're on a five game win streak and they went through that important stretch of the schedule after starting zero and two in the division yep. interesting also a lot of uh so mckenzie had a fairly decent game against the dolphins the other night and what i noticed is that they were putting him and beasley on the field at the same time Okay. Which was, yeah. So I don't know if that's something that's going to benefit uh, McKenzie here moving forward. If that double slot is what they're, you know, kind of going to look at going, moving on. I don't know. But all I know is I can tell you I'm super fucking nervous for this game this week because Justin Fields just runs the football like 20 times a game. Correct. Yeah. He can't throw it, but he can keep him yeah, scoring enough. To I, oh, yeah. man. I don't like that at all. He's, yeah. He just, yeah. That seems like a game that the only thing I'll say Buffalo has working for him is that it's a win and clinch the East scenario. Yeah. So uh, the Should last time, to... last time they were on that in that scenario on the road, of course it was against uh, Drew Locke. <laughs> a little bit different, yep. but uh, they went into Denver and just beat the shit out of the Broncos. So I'm hoping the motivation is on Buffalo's side to where you know they got a good game plan and execute. But all right, last one. Reality or overreaction? Rodgers and the Packers will make a push. Overreaction. They beat the fucking Rams. I, I, it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. They looked like shit. I, I, no chance. There's just no chance. They're done. Dead in the water. They have probably about the same playoff chances as the Browns and the fucking Steelers do, which is technically not eliminated, but they're not making the playoffs. They, their scenario is they have to win out and they need some help already. So. Yeah, well, it's I, I didn't look to see. It's probably not quite as bad over there, but like it's like the Browns. They got to win out, and then they need like five of seven scenarios to to hit for them to even have a chance. And I I'd have to think the Packers at eight losses, they need a lot of help too. What the Giants are already at eight wins. They can't catch the Cowboys for the wild card. The Giants win one more game, and they can't. Uh, the Giants have a tie, right? Yeah, I think it was... Uh, so that they can't... If the Giants win one more, they're eliminated. So you got Commanders and the... Yeah, the Lions had, knocking down the door. <laughs> I saw Ramage posted their playoff scenario that they need, and it's like... It involves Giants and Washington. And they needed one to lose one and the other to lose two, maybe. I can't yeah. remember. But uh, So yeah. that's already you know partially working out. But realistically, you got to win all their games, too. They got Miami yeah. this coming week. Uh, so that's going to, yeah. you know, won't be an easy game. But I, I think, I do think they're playing better. I think Rodgers is starting to find rhythm with uh, specifically Watson. Uh, they cut yeah. Sammy Watkins, which I thought was funny. Yeah, well, Just Dobbs is back. That made, yeah. made sense. So Cobb's been good. Yep. 
Yeah, I don't know. I, I, we'll see what they do, but I, I do, I do think that they're playing much better football than they did in the first half of the year for sure. But yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, Apple reportedly bails on the NFL ticket sweepstakes. So I don't. I know that this has been officially confirmed, but it's been a lot of outlets. One source using the same. Uh, all the outlets using the same source. Uh, but this is big because. It leaves Amazon, which I think is most likely. I kind of thought that to begin yeah. with, honestly, just because I they're getting Amazon. so involved with everything on Thursday night, and uh, which I'd be totally cool with that if they wanted. I'd yeah. be, I'd be a okay with with Amazon getting it, but uh, I just hope fucking Directv bows out like and just stays out because I cannot Direct- wait to I can't wait to cancel Directv. Did I tell you about the Directv problems I'm having? No, I thought I you didn't have them. I got rid of them, and then I paid my last bill, which was supposed to be my last bill, and then they sent me one more bill saying I owed them 30 bucks because even though I overpaid for the like one week that I had it in October, they try to charge me for the whole NFL ticket because if you don't cancel by September 5th, even though I have no access to it, they're trying to charge me for the last three months. So I'm ready to go burn every DirecTV building fucking down right now. That's where I'm at in my life. Called. They were supposed to. They were supposed to send me some email because I filed a complaint about it and haven't heard anything. They basically said, "Well, you don't have to pay us the thirty dollars, but we're going to keep the other hundred and sixty dollars that you overpaid." So, well, yeah, here, so here's what here. I'm going through with them right now: is they gave me NFL ticket for free uh, because mm-hmm. I called and complained enough. Yep. So I got NFL ticket for free. It's in the notes, right? So, you know, when you call and they're like, let me check the notes from the last time you called. Yep. They still add it to my bill every month and told me I have to call in every month for them to remove the $48 or whatever it is. So I have to call them idiots once a month because they can't just somehow not put it on my bill. They still are doing that. So, yeah, they're they're trash. I I literally can't wait to just rip that dish out of my yard. I'm probably going to. Yeah maybe do like some uh office space scene with yep. a bat you know some gangster music and we're beating the shit out of it i don't know maybe we'll do something they didn't like make that. me they didn't make me send my boxes back so i'll get right on with you we could smash those too because fuck them they're just criminals like, absolutely like criminals I think they, they ask me every every week i get an email saying please come back please come back and i'm gonna start responding with i'll come back I, i'll consider coming back when i get my 160 dollars i overpaid back until then, you go fuck yourself. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm I'm very anti-direct TV at this point. Same. Okay, this is uh, I got the details on this. So the PIAA approves NIL deals for high school athletes. Chris Bunk's already like, hey, what up? What's going on? Mm-hmm. So, but there could be a problem with that. Are you ready to hear this? Yep. It is effective immediately, so these can begin. But here are the stipulations, which, from what I read much stricter than uh, other states that have passed it so far. NIL agreements must not be used as an incentive for enrollment decisions or membership on a team. So you can't woo somebody to switch schools with money. No school. This is where I think we might get screwed. No school, coach, booster, clubs, collectives, administrators, or alumni may arrange or pay for a student's NIL deal. Really? Yeah. So I don't know that we can do 
like something for Chris Bunk because he plays for Eisenhower. You're alumni. I yeah. don't know that we could get anything for like say touchdown Tommy because yeah. I went to I'm alumni. So I, I might have That's- to like send out an email to whoever it's PIAA and see what they have to say about yeah, it. Yeah, that's that's wild. Like, how are you going to do – like, in a small town especially, like – Right. So they're kind of fucking ruining <clears throat> yeah. this whole thing before it's even started. Uh, so, I don't know. Well, if that's something we're going to have to look into before we come up with anything. And I, I Chris already knows. I was like, dude, we don't have, like – this doesn't make yeah. us any <laughs> like, – rich. I can't give you this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, maybe we'll get you a t-shirt, but I'd just give them that anyways. But yeah, I don't know. We'll have to, we'll have to look into it before we commit to anything there. I guess Youngsville is good. Yeah. And lastly, students cannot promote anything endorsing adult entertainment products, alcohol products, casinos, or gambling operations. Wow, geez, I wonder. I wonder if because we talk about gambling, would that rule us out? I mean, we're not a gambling organization. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, we're I'm not a gambling operation. On, I think we'd be okay there. Tobacco or electronic. Yeah, it's kind of bullshit. But electronic smoking products, prescription pharmaceuticals, or weapons, firearms, or ammunition. So all those Smith and Wessons we were going to give out to the high school kids, <laughs> they can't do that now either. <laughs> Sons of bitches. Yeah. All right. Uh, so yeah, we'll we'll dig into that and see what we can do. But uh, a lot of rules. Uh, lastly, before we take our first break, Argentina defeats France to win the World Cup. Uh, I do have a small rant to give on this because I kept seeing posts over the last like week of people saying, "Oh, pretty quiet from the soccer's boring crowd this week." That's because we weren't watching the games. <laughs> that's something you say once and then you don't like we don't like salivate over world cup posts and be like oh soccer's boring like i mean maybe some people do that because there's a lot of like idiots on social media but uh i don't know soccer to me i put it in for americans this isn't for the rest of the world obviously they love it but soccer to me is like star wars and nickelback if you're american like you can pretend like you like those three things because it's like kind of edgy. You're in a, you're in a different group, a smaller group. If you like those three, maybe not star Wars, but definitely soccer and Nickelback. And like, you can like those things, but I think even those people deep down know that none of them are cool. No, you're no, you missed the boat on this. That's a terrible comparison. Let me give you a good comparison here. Those are great. It's like, no, no. This is the comparison. It's like people that drink IPAs and sit there and try and tell you, yeah, I'm fucking really enjoying myself right now. That's the same club. This is great. Yes. That's the same club. You can can include them with Nickelback fans and with Star Wars fans. Like they sit there and watch it and they might tell you that they're enjoying it. But deep down, the guy who's drinking an IPA with the big beard, the nice brown (laughs) boots, flannel shirt, but can't, you know, cut any piece of firewood, any, or change a tire. Like those guys, they aren't liking those beers. It tastes like metal. It's, no. it's, exactly. It just, and they'll just have the balls like to be like, Oh, Bush light. Like I'm a beer snob. I Bush light. Ugh. Yeah. That's yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I can drink, you know, a shitload of these and still go change a tire. If I needed to, you have three IPAs yeah. 
and the alcohol content's so high that you think you're, you know, a little bit better yeah. than everybody else. Uh, yeah, I'm with you, but, but I think that those people all get lumped into the same. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll enjoy an IPA from time to time, but it's if I'm going to go drink, I'm not bringing you a, a case of two X or something like I'm bringing Butch Light. That's what I like to right. do. Yeah, I don't. Uh, you know, it's I, like soccer. I just yeah, I, I get you. There's I've it's, tried it's not. I've tried several craft beers and I'm at the point now where I just don't, I won't try it because I already know what it's going to taste like to me. And I don't know if it's an acquired taste. Like some people would say regular beer at some point in your life taste, is like yeah. it's an acquired taste. So maybe if yeah. I drank enough of them, uh, but I just don't, I, I can't force myself to do it. I remember me and Tim uh, during the bills draft, whenever they took Ed Oliver, what was that like three, four years ago? Yep. He bought he bought us two craft beers called uh, Pills Mafia, and it was a okay. Buffalo yep. Bill. And neither of us, <laughs> like we forced them <laughs> down. Bad. They were horrible. Yeah, it's it wasn't good. And but he bought them, and we were like, we gotta just let's just do it. Yeah. Like so we did it, but then immediately went to a normal beer uh, that so tasted better. It's it's like most Americans with soccer. Then where it's like, yeah, World Cup's on. We we pretend like we care, but in actuality. Right. They yeah, don't, yeah. they don't. And they know that what they're watching isn't that fun. Like they're like, it's, yeah, you know, one, nothing 90 minutes in now they're doing five minutes of extra time or whatever. And it's just like, ugh. but I, I just thought it was funny that people were like, Ooh, kind of quiet on the soccer's boring yeah. crowd. It's like, yeah, because we don't give a, we don't like, care. we're not, yeah, we're not. Didn't even not know they were still a, playing. Right. Yeah. yeah. I did, and, and like whatever day it was, what was it? Saturday, Sunday? When was I don't even remember. Yeah, I, but I, you, either one of those days there was nfl on so i yeah <laughs> it didn't yeah, matter exactly, like, exactly. those days were still great in my opinion yep. and, and without yep. watching some crazy game between uh france and argentina and lionel messi the goat uh, you know whatever cool uh yep. not not interested all right gonna take our first break here the buzz is brought to you by bush light attention hunters your favorite camel cans are back get it wherever you purchase your adult beverages please drink responsibly and napoli's pizza that's right when there is football season on tbsp there is napoli's weekly specials pickup or delivery available located in north warren we are going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be back with sketty on whenever you crack open a bush light the mountain starts singing it's cold and it's smooth and it's waiting for you what is going on? Hit it, giant Kenny Jean. So smooth. And for the mountains of bush light beer. Hungry? Watching the game? Order some Napoli's pizza. Order the best pizza in the Times Observer. Read his choice every year. Homemade, hand-tossed, delicious hot pizza, stromboli, salads, subs, and so much more. Located in North Warren, come on in or call 814-723-7455 and ask about our specials. Pickup or delivery available 7 days a week, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Again, that's 814-723-7455. Hi, this is Brian Hagberg, and I wanted to take a moment to tell you about our new website, yourdailylocal.com. Your Daily Local is your new home for news, sports, and events in Warren County and beyond. Our goal is to cover the people, places, events, and happenings that matter to you in a variety of ways, including writing, video, and audio. And the best part? All of our content is available for free. 
Head to yourdailylocal.com to get the news you need when you need it. Hey there, everyone. This is Phil with JP Photography. I know, I know. A photography ad on a sports show? I get it. You're here for sports talk and listening to Joe and Sketty's insane rambling. Wait, what? But bear with me for a few. I just want to tell you that JP Photography not only offers wedding photography, but also does events, engagements, headshots, family photos, and even some product photography. Be sure to check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Just search for JP Photography or go directly to our website at johnphilphotography.com. That's J-O-N-P-H-I-L photography.com. He's absolute trash. Skeddy on. Let's have a listen to what Skeddy's on this week. Zero percent chance that works. Well, Skeddy on is brought to you by Complete Roofing Systems, where I don't know where my ad read is. I don't know what I did with it, but it's gone. Uh, but yeah, Complete Roofing Systems, they're great. They're actually doing my roof right now. I don't know if anyone can hear the echoing through of them stomping on the roof. That's yeah. not Santa. That, that, that is the roofing team up there ripping this thing off and hopefully going to be done tomorrow. So yeah. I think it's crsroofingteam.com, I believe. I can't remember. Sounds right. I've only had, I've only had one sheet for it for like a year and a half Also, now and just gone. Also, we got to redo Phil's commercial, too, because it's not John Phil Photography anymore. It's just Oh, that's Phil. right. I it's forgot. Just it's Phil. just so, Phil. Yeah, I talked to him. We're gonna, we'll get that taken care of here soon. But it is just Phil Photography now. <clears throat> uh, him and John have parted ways mutually. It wasn't a bad breakup, I don't think. They're, yep. they're still buddies, but... It was yep. just a business move they wanted to make. And so it's just Phil uh, photography and we'll get that ad updated as soon as we can. All right. Yeah. Well, it is a season of giving and for two franchises that battled it out for most of the two thousands, the Colts and the Patriots and the Patriots got the better of the Colts for the most of that. The Pats finally gave the Colts a gift and covered up the absolute what biggest biggest comeback in NFL history the Colts allowed 33 points 36 points whatever the hell it was they came back and won uh total collapse worst thing we've ever seen would have got its own segment on this show but uh the Patriots happened and I've been thinking all week of trying to figure out what I can say about this Patriots gaffe at the end of that game um the only thing I can think of is Warren we're famous for uh the Warren State Hospital has the soccer grounds you know, the little like four-year-old kids, you take your kid up there, you let them run around, not know what they're doing. That's the only thing I can, play, can compare what the Patriots did to because it would be offensive to any other grade level of athlete to say, oh, that's junior high. That's offensive to junior high kids. How do you lateral the ball when you, it's a tie game? The first guy laterals it. Okay, maybe he thinks uh, he's got a lane there. What the fuck was Jacoby Myers looking at? What was he, he? What was the best case scenario there? I'm gonna throw this to Mac Jones, him and his fucking six second forty, and he's gonna outrun someone, and we're gonna win this game. This absolutely blows my mind that a Bill Belichick hasn't killed anyone, or that he hasn't cut anyone. Like, what are you fucking thinking? There, it, there's no grade level. I actually saw Dwight this morning at the gym, and Dwight said, if my kid started to do that. I'd run out there and tackle one before I let it happen. <laughs> I mean, it's just absolutely 
mind-blowing, the worst loss I have ever seen in the history of the NFL. I have never seen anything so dumb, so out of place. How do you play a sport your whole life and you do this? That J.R. Smith no longer has the dumbest thing we've ever seen in sports when he's taken the ball out in a tie game instead of calling timeout. Jacoby Myers, Ramondre Stevenson, what the fuck were you thinking? The only good thing that came out of this was watching Chandler Jones, Derrick Henry, Mac Jones into the fucking ground as he goes into score. Just absolutely atrocious. Atrocious by the Patriots. And you'll love to see it. You'll love to see it. I'm uh, in total agreement with everything on this rant. The ah. That game, not to mention I had the Patriots money line. Oh, no. Yeah. So... Uh, that was great. Also, beat. if you want to go back to uh, bad <coughs> calls, I first of all, what happened to the pylon cam? Where did that go? Because uh, the touchdown they awarded to the Raiders on their final drive there, that game, corner of the end zone, from the angle you can see him, it still looks like his foot is on the white. So I don't know how. Oh yeah, that was that atrocious one. too. Yep, yeah. I so I don't know how that didn't get overturned, but I, I just am wondering like what happened to the cameras that were literally set up for that Purpose. reason. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> like, like, they just turned them off for this game, or what? I don't know because I'm pretty uh, sure that they exist, and uh, I don't know. It was just yeah, strange to me, but yeah, it was a. Uh, that was a bad Close loss. When, when that play happened, like, yeah, I was extremely confused because I was like, well, what, uh, you know, they realized that they can take him no T like just take a knee, go get, get tackled. Who cares? At least you're, you're still yep. tied. You're going, exactly. You know, there's no purpose for them to do what they did, but, uh, none, yeah. none at I mean, all. There, there's and, no level and, uh, of sport. Consequences are being paid for that. So. Yeah, just totally overshadows the biggest comeback in the history of the NFL, or the biggest one where the Colts could have literally probably taken knees and punted the whole second half and won that game and still found a way to lose. Like, I just – to overshadow that is impressive to me. That 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 is impressive to me that the Patriots could do that. And it was nice of them. Nice yeah. of them. After Brady kicked their ass all those years, they said, here's a little Christmas present for you. We'll take the heat off you, Colts. Yeah, they – uh, our only token Patriot fan, Hunter, says fire the whole team. Worse than the butt fumble. Agree with both. Uh, yes. Yeah. I'm surprised. I'm with you, though. I can't believe Bill didn't like. Like someone should just be cut immediately. Cut. Bye. Like, well, yeah. it, it'll be interesting to see this week when they line up. Are Stevenson and Myers in the lineup? Or are they going to be just buried at the bench? Because like, I can just see it being like. Yeah, just don't even bother playing those guys. I don't know if you're anyone still in fantasy. If you're starting either of those guys, which you probably shouldn't be, if you're still playing at this point in the season, I wouldn't play him next week because there's a good chance Bill puts their ass on the bench and says, "Yeah, you could just stay here." Yeah. All right. Uh, go ahead and wrap it up. Uh, this week's Scotty on was brought to you by Complete Roofing Systems, who I don't have an ad read for, but they're great. They're super. We'll have one next week. Listen to the show any other week. You'll hear. You can get their number. Their, their website, you'll be fine. We'll take a break. We'll be back with the things that sting. Jones Pest Control, your hometown pest control company, servicing residential and commercial properties in Warren and surrounding areas since 2015. Sean and his crew will work tirelessly to keep your home 
or business free of insects to rodents and everything in between. Contact Jones Pest Control at 814-230-9548 and set up an appointment today. And remember, ants, spiders, bees, or mice don't think twice. Call Jones Pest Control, 814-230-9548. Checkout means sales and services with two locations on Warren's east side. Their garage at 800 Lexington Avenue not only services cars sold by means, but has knowledgeable staff and modern state-of-the-art equipment waiting to serve their hometown of Warren. Whatever you need, including alignments, tires, brakes, yearly or enhanced PA inspections, oil changes, and much more. Make your appointment today at 814-723-7191, extension 2. Now time for the things that sting. The worst stories in sports, according to Joe. This week's things that stings, powered by Jones Pest Control. Ants, spiders, bees, or mice, don't think twice. Call Jones Pest Control at 814-230-9548. That's 814-230-9548. So before we get into things that sting, Sketty says he has breaking news. Just announced uh, something that we covered previously on the show. Augusta has just said that any golfer that previously met the qualifications for the Masters will be allowed to play in the Masters. So basically, all the LIV guys that the PGA is trying to get banned will all be eligible and be there. Phil, DJ, Bryson, uh, they'll all be back and be allowed to play in the Masters if they choose to. Nice. As Which they should. Not a surprise. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. surprised by that. Every tournament was doing that. The majors aren't going to keep these guys out, I don't think. Uh, right. But yeah, glad glad to see that it's officially announced here. All right, you ready to roll? Yep. Oh, I'm going to play us some music. I've been liking the music going in the background a little bit. Uh, although I think I, I don't know, I think I deleted a bunch of them because they're trash. Let's go with this one. <laughs> Night driving. I think this is what we went with anyways for this. Uh, just something calming while we talk about all the fucked up shit that's happening. All right. Follow up on the Griner release. We haven't touched on this yet. Uh, obviously, our shows have been yeah. kind of hit or miss the past couple of weeks anyways. But uh, so Griner's traded for the Merchant of Death. Pretty, Just, pretty split. Or do you think I think the decision is that this was a bad trade by most people? Anybody with a half a brain knows that this was a bad trade. Uh, the big thing I've been seeing, if you say anything about it, you're racist. Oh, you're racist. And... and don't get me wrong. There's people out there who are, you know, yelling about like Paul Whalen not not being involved in the trade and stuff like that. Like, it's great that we got Brittany Griner out of Russia. It really is. But for the price we paid, I mean, that's worse than fucking the price the Broncos paid to go get Russ. I mean, it's the worst trade of the season. You know, it's, it's absolutely horrible. I don't know what they were thinking. If that's the best they could do, they should have said, "Well, sorry, we're not going to do that. Let's go back to the table. You know, we'll give you someone else." Um, just again. Glad that she's home, but man, what what a stupid ass trade! To, you know, to a country that's in the middle of a war, 
you're going to release this guy who they've made a fucking movie about because he was such a prolific arms dealer. Uh, I just, I don't like it. I think, I think it's just terrible trade. Absolutely terrible trade. So here's something that I want to bring up that I've heard zero people talk about because everybody uh, goes right to the Marine left there and they yeah. trade for Griner. Okay. Yeah. So let's talk about a guy named Mark Fogel familiar have you heard this guy's name uh, the name sounds familiar so i'm gonna know it when you tell me what happened okay mark oh. fogel is a is 61 year old he's from actually from pennsylvania where he uh he's he was an international teacher but he's from pa was arrest, arrested in russia he was actually sentenced uh in june to 14 years at a labor camp for trying to enter Russia with a small amount of medical marijuana that has been prescribed for chronic pain. A Pittsburgh native who'd been teaching in Russia for a decade, capping a long career at international schools in countries including Colombia, Venezuela, Oman, and, and Malaysia. So uh, why is nobody talking about Mark Fogel, who essentially same crime, right? He doesn't even have the designation yep. from the United States government that he's being wrongfully detained. Yep. So how yeah, the fuck I, does this guy go as not that without that designation? And if you read, uh, I'll read this right here. A U.S. representative from Pennsylvania introduced a resolution to determine why Mr. Fogel has not received that designation. Uh, so, <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, there's more to this story. That I, I haven't, you know, he wrote oh, in, in a letter to his wife that it hurts that they're pushing to get Griner when he was there for the exact same thing, allegedly. Yep. Uh, you know, it's just crazy to me. He had, he possessed 17 grams or just over a half ounce of medical marijuana. Uh, that is quote egregious, even under Russia's laws. So, yeah, it's really one of those things where, um, again, you know what this was, this was a political move by the Biden administration, purely political. Uh, this was not done with the intention of helping Brittany Griner out. This was done with the intention of helping get them votes. It's, it's, I mean, it's sickening. It's, it really is sickening. Again, not that I want Brittany Griner to stay over there, but to trade an arms dealer who was actively trying to kill Americans to get Brittany Griner back. It just, it boggles the mind. It really does. It boggles the mind. Also puts up. Uh, go ahead. I was just saying, I don't think there's anyone. I, I I understand we don't want any American over there in hard labor camp, but at the same time, you would have to tell me you're giving me every American back to get this guy over there, you know, to to release this guy. Like, and and even then, I would probably still say, well, can't do it. You know? Doesn't <laughs> it's just doesn't a make it a. I saw a good tweet that said, uh, "I don't want to hear shit from any of you anti-gun activists." Oh yeah. yeah, you know, exactly. saying so anything about this because you, you know he's part of the reason illegal guns are put out into yep. the world. Uh, well, but if yeah. to, if you listen to Nick Wright, Nick Wright says that everyone on the on who doesn't agree with this should be happy because everyone should have a gun. And I was just like Nick, man, dude, like I don't know if because his nose is so big that it fucks up, took part of his brain form part of that giant ass nose but it's the fucking dumbest take in the history of time there's a complete fucking difference between being pro-gun and being a fucking arms dealer right 
Yeah, so interesting that, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. Now Griner's saying she is playing next season uh, in the WNBA, which I still don't think half of the country can name what team she plays for. But I couldn't. Uh, couldn't tell you phoenix mercury but i only know oh, that hey. because that's who she said hey I'm, i plan on return to the phoenix mercury next year i did read that so uh follow up akib talib we remember his brother was charged with the murder of uh michael hickman who was a youth football coach this is a shooting that happened at a youth football game so talib's been named in a wrongful death lawsuit in the shooting of the youth coach talib allegedly confronted hickman and threw the first punch escalating the situation after what had already been a tense game, the lawsuit states that Hickman defensively backpedaled to extricate himself from the situation and that Jakob uh, Tlaib pulled out a gun and fired approximately five shots at an action that caused Hickman to eventually lose his life. Jakob uh, y- Tlaib was reportedly not legally permitted to carry a handgun because he was a convicted felon at the time of the shooting. He was indicted on a felony murder charge by Dallas County Grand Jury in September. The Hickman family is seeking $1 million in damages and is asking for a trial by jury. So no settlement. That's okay. what they say. That also could be a, you know, a ploy to get a higher settlement, but uh, that they want this to go straight to the jury trial. So, uh, And last follow-up we have is Bobby Wagner. No charges for smoking that stupid protester who ran on the field what was that like <laughs> early in the season and yeah I forgot as soon as that. soon as bobby wagner crushed him they like went to the police and filed a police report and yeah the police said nah i don't think so uh you kind of you kind of opened yourself up to that you you went into his house and i agree i agree with that yep you know yep. you're on, you're on their work turf you shouldn't be you're trespassing as it is he slows you down so security yeah yeah, fuck yeah that's a good good hit great hit one of my favorite of the year yep we didn't get a chance to talk about this so i'm gonna actually have you tell this uh just a brief of what happened uh with the the transfer and the hazing incident and so forth and then we'll get into our boy bobby appleby (coughs) fucking douchebag um so I just happened to see an article, I think it was on Facebook, uh, I believe Penn Live is where the article originated, but before the Class A state championship game in football, uh, there was an article written about these three kids, I believe they were from Middleton High School. Uh, Middleton High School lost their football program because I believe middle of August, there was a hazing incident that there was video of, of, uh, the incident happened on like whatever, the 12th. Video comes out on the 15th, coaches resigned by the 18th. Uh, the superintendent, uh, basically they were hazing kids. They were using one of the therapy like massage guns on these kids in a sexual manner, apparently. Um, whole team suspended for the for the year. They said no football program suspended. Uh, they believe, according to the investigation, there was at least six more people that this happened with. It had happened over the course of a year. Somehow... Someone's daddy hired a lawyer and got three of their star players eligible to play, found no wrongdoing because apparently they weren't at the facility the day the videotape broke, even though this has happened for a year. Um, they transferred a Steel Town High, I believe, or think of something like that. Steel Steel City, Steel some shit. Uh, Steel High. Go on yeah. to play for Steel High. They go on to play for the team. Team ends up winning the state championship. Um, and I had tagged Joe in the post because I said, this is something we should cover because in my mind, there's no way if you have three star senior players 
on this team, they didn't know that these hazing incidents were happening. Even if they weren't involved, they still knew that that was happening and did nothing about it for over the course of a year. It's not a one. If it's a one-time thing, I could maybe give them out, but uh, to me, in my minds, you know, there's no way they should have been allowed to play because uh, again, you could argue with me until you're blue in the face, and I'll tell you the same thing. There's no way they didn't know about it. So. What's awesome is in this Facebook thread, Sketty tags the podcast page so that we see it. And hey, nothing else, just obvious, a tag. That was it. Obvious, obvious things that Sting story. So he tags the the page in it. Just that. That's all he did. The tag, and this guy by the name of Bobby Appleby, who we later find out is the father of one of the three students who transferred to Steel High and won a state championship. He gets on there and starts saying, uh-oh, this guy's calling in the beehive and starts just running his mouth to Sketty. And we're like, what the fuck? So then I start scrolling through other comments and I see that, you know, I figure out he's the dad. And yeah. anybody who said something negative about this, he was on there running his mouth to them too. So he starts running his mouth to Sketty. And of course, I'm like, well, yeah, I'm going to jump in here. So I said, you know, uh, we have a segment that covers, you know, weird stories like this. And... Uh, that's literally all he did. So I don't know why you're coming after him. I said, but congrats to your son. And I hope recruiters don't see how his dad behaves on the internet because he's being a total asshole for no reason. So then he starts writing back. Well, this isn't a, a weird story. This is a, about them being triumphant and overcoming blah, 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 blah. And we're like, okay, either way, strange sports story, right? It's yeah. not something yeah. that happens oh. all the time. When, so, when only three kids were allowed to transfer, and it, like, yeah, it, super, they just super so happened to all be really good. Yeah, exactly. It's all yeah. three star players. It's not like right. it was three random players. Three star right. players. So, yeah, it just turned into this huge thing, and it was hilarious because he was just like talking so much shit, and we're like, dude, like we we literally like don't we aren't we never <laughs> once presented an opinion of how yeah. we felt on it, and I was like, and you just start attacking you know sketty for no reason about it and he's just ah well you guys don't know and what he's been through and blah 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 and i was like either way go find people who are talking shit about him (laughs) we're not and he still just like kept going and it was i don't even remember how it ended but uh he he got a little pissy because when he first started attacking us uh oh calling in the beehive sports guy podcast i think i commented something to the effect of yeah, when I see something, I report it. It's a weird oh, yeah. concept. <laughs> Unlike what your team, your son's yeah, team yeah, did. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, good times uh, making friends and it, online. And it, and it made it made sense, too, because it had Eisenhower made it that far. That's who they would have played. Yeah. This was the, you know, it's just, uh, yeah, it's messed up. Whole, whole thing was messed up. Yes, it is. All right, quick one here. Jerry <laughs> Sullivan, uh He's been a beat writer for the Bills for a long time. I mean, Bruce Smith shared his uh, unpleasant thoughts on Jerry in an interview not too long ago where he called him like a punk-ass bitch. Uh, <laughs> and that was in like 1997. But Jerry Sullivan has been like any article you read on him, it's he's, he's typically negative about the Bills. Like he's that beat writer that like this is who you're assigned to, but you just hate on him all the time. Uh, he's fired for comments made on a Bills-specific podcast uh, where one of the hosts was reading questions that were sent in from his phone. And he says 
the female's name and, and Jerry Sullivan immediately started criticizing female fans saying that they don't understand critical journalism uh, and Buffalo just came unglued on him and it's actually been a lot of fun to watch so he got fired from where all the publications he worked for he his his uh, bio on Twitter now reads independent journalist liberal Democrat and women's sports advocate <laughs> which, which everybody yeah so i don't know if he's like being a wise ass by doing that i know he did say that he's like hey i wrote a bunch of stories on local female athletes that typically go unnoticed uh it's probably not because of the athletes probably because of the fucking idiot who wrote it so yeah jerry sullivan douchebag see you bye uh and it's been oh and also he's the same reporter who to give an example says to Josh Allen after the Jets game, this doesn't look like an offense that can win a Super Bowl. The one that Josh, it went viral. Josh just looked at him and went, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah great. Yeah, yeah, he's the, like, that's the same guy. So he's a fuck, and it's it's good that he's gone. Nobody liked the dude anyways. Uh, Amari Stoudemire, former 15-year NBA vet charged with misdemeanor battery <laughs> after allegedly hitting one of his teenage daughters in the face. According to a copy of the police report obtained by the Miami Herald, Stoudemire allegedly struck one of his two teenage daughters during an argument at his Miami home Saturday night. The report did not identify which of Stoudemire's two daughters it was. They are ages 17 and 14. Uh, Stoudemire allegedly confronted the girl and accused her of being disrespectful to his mother during a phone call, according to uh, the police report. When she denied it, he told her, you're talking back again and punched her in the jaw, leaving her bleeding, the report says. The girl contacted her mother, Stoudemire's ex-wife, who came to the home, picked up the two girls and their two brothers, and contacted police. The report says that when officers went to Stoudemire's home, he told them the teenage girl was sad because she received a whooping from him for being disrespectful and a liar. He then invoked his right to remain silent. So, fine line between child abuse and discipline. I yep. see that a lot at work. You know, that's something that I have to, you know, hear hear out what exactly transpired and and uh, you know figure it out from there. But there is a fine line, and some kids need the ass whooping, uh, a punch to the jaw. Probably not. not gonna, yeah. Probably not going to side with that as being disciplined. <laughs> that's yeah. Uh, that's just beating up your child, which is illegal. So, uh, what an idiot! Uh, if, you yep. know, if you wanted to. You know, maybe an open hand, psh, you don't talk like that. But a punch to the jaw, leaving her bleeding, that's going to get you. That's going to that's gonna get you arrested. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ten, 10 out of 10 times, that's going to get you arrested. So, yeah. idiot. Uh, okay, this one I don't have anything written on today, but this uh, news broke today. Willie McGinnis charged with felony assault with a deadly weapon enhancement. The video came out of him in L.A. or Hollywood or somewhere at some popular lounge uh, where he comes up with two other guys to this dude who's kind of like sitting in a booth and Willie just starts beating the hell out of him. Towards the end of the video, grabs a bottle, smashes it over his head and then kind of disappears out of the video. But uh, no word as to what it was about, who the victim was, but he's been charged with a serious crime and it's on video. So Willie McGinnis fucked for sure yeah i uh, i actually was gonna bring it up because i just saw that on the the yahoo front page when i opened it up today i didn't read any like, of the article. he's a current announcer somewhere too yeah, isn't I, he like I on cbs so, yeah. or I, something like that fox i thought something. he was part of one of those yeah if he, 
he's not anymore. He was part of one of those programs. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, oh, and actually Josh is in the comments yeah. and says either. Yeah. Yep. We did. Uh, but yeah, I just don't have, there's nothing out yet about like motive or anything like that. So I'm kind of curious to see like what this guy did that caused this to happen. Probably, right. uh, not something that's going to get him off the hook for hitting him over the head with a bottle. Correct. Uh, last but not least idiot of the year. The Texas Ranger fan who caught Aaron Judge's 60-second home run ball rejected $3 million immediately that was offered to him because he wanted it to go to auction where he thought he would get more. He got $1.5 million at the auction. So pissed Whoops. away another uh, $1.5 million by being, trying to go the greedy route. Didn't work out for him. So he gets the idiot of the year award. So that's it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're doing good on time here. So, gonna take our quick break and be back with three bagger. Do you have anything you need to add before we do that? Nope, we're good. All right. This edition of the Things That Stings, powered by Jones Pest Control, ants, spiders, bees, or mice. Don't think twice. Call Jones Pest Control at eight one four two three zero nine five four eight. That's eight one four two three zero nine five four eight. Take a quick break, and we'll be back with my hive. Blue Line Auto, located at 1606 Pennsylvania Avenue East in Warren, is locally owned and operated and is a family-run business specializing in vehicle sales and service. They offer state and safety inspections and general car repairs, including but not limited to brakes and rotors, tires, oil changes, batteries, starters, and alternators. They also offer vehicle undercoating prior to winter to help keep your vehicle protected. Currently, their hours are Monday through Wednesday, 8 a.m. to 4 p.m., and Thursday and Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Call them today to schedule your next appointment at 814-230-9061. Your safety is their goal. Hi, this is Ryan Klein, the host of the new pop culture podcast, Me, Myself, and Rye. You can find me on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and several other platforms. Special guests, breakaway shows, bonus episodes, cold beers, and a whole lot more. So what are you guys and gals waiting for? Subscribe now to the Me, Myself, and Rye podcast on Spotify or wherever it is that you get your shows and start listening today. My high, Joe and Sketty's very own world of sports. My hive is presented by Blue Line Auto. For all your automotive needs, call Blue Line Auto at 814-230-9061 or stop in at 1606 Pennsylvania Avenue, Easton Warren. All right, quick three-bagger because I got to get – we're getting close to golfing time here. Yep. So we're going to do the review real quick. Uh, last week, Sketty, 3-0 week. First one hey. in quite some time. Yeah, crushed time. it. Yeah. Uh, took the Bengals minus three and a half. They had a nice comeback against the Bucks. Texans plus 14. They lost an OT to the Chiefs. And the Dolphins plus seven covers against the Bills. Bills won with a walk-off field goal. His lock of the week, Seahawks plus three and a half, takes the L. Uh, what's the Niners record, like actual record? 
10 and four. Okay. So I have it correct. Then you're seven and seven on the lock of the decade. The bang, bang, Niner gang lock of the decade. Is that what we're calling bang, bang, it? Bang. I, I, I don't know. I don't, we haven't been, but I like that. Uh, Andy threw in his three picks last week for the second time this season. Oh, and three again. He is a scorching. Oh, and six lifetime <laughs> uh, with his picks on the show. So, we're going to move on to our week 16 picks and let's get to them. Saints, Sketty's first pick. Saints plus three at the Browns. Uh, yeah, the Browns are fucking awful. Uh, Saints defense is good. I think getting points, this is this is a no-brainer. I think the Saints are going to win this outright, honestly. Um, Deshaun Watson knocking the rust off, but he ain't there yet. All right, my first one, I got the Lions minus three at the Panthers. Uh, I just like the way they're playing right now, finding ways to win. Uh, Panthers are not good. Yeah, uh, they, but well, know, Panthers have turned it around a little bit. Second place in the division, bud. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's got to be an analogy for what second place in the NFC South is like, but I'm going <laughs> to all let it go. Uh, yeah, just the Lions are cruising right now. Uh, they have a yeah. little, lot, still got more to play for, I think, than the Panthers do, despite how bad that. I mean, Sam Darnold, I just can't, eh, just not. They just yep. put up an egg at home. Well, not an egg. They scored points, but played like shit against the Steelers. Couldn't find a way to win that game in, you know, at home. I, I think this is another home loss for him back to back weeks. Yep. Scotty, Bills, Bears, plus eight and a half. Like we kind of talked about earlier, I just think Justin Fields is just squirrely enough to help the Bears cover. I mean, eight and a half is a lot of points. Um, you know, the Bills still don't look like that team that we saw the first, whatever, four weeks of the season, although they're improved. Um, I don't think there's any way the Bears win this game, but I think they can cover eight and a half. I think, again, you know, Fields is just squirrely enough that, that this bet can hit. Yeah, I I won't touch this game, and if I did, it would be siding with you with the eight and a half. Still think the Bills win, but the yep. spread's just too scary for me. I got the pack plus five and a half at the Dolphins. Dolphins are on what now? Three game skid, I think. Yeah. Three or four. Just <clears throat> don't look like they're collectively meshing very well right now. The Packers kind of have some stuff figured out. And I think defensively is where I like this matchup for the Packers is they can take uh, Alexander who can kind of remove uh, Waddle or Hill, depending on what they do with them or where they line them up. But uh, Alexander's good enough to run with either of those two wide receivers uh and i just i think that if you you know take that away from Tua, get some good pressure up front they can they can cover this game if not win it uh and yep. the dolphins sputtering continues but uh we'll see i just I, I like that game you know that number i think seems about right to where they could you know even if they lose it's going to be in, in end of the game fashion so uh Skitties yeah at the seahawks plus nine and a half at the chiefs yeah, um, I mean, honestly, yeah, just a lot of points. The Chiefs don't – I know they're at home. The Chiefs don't look great. You know, Seattle's kind of fighting for their playoff life here. Uh, you know, I think Seattle defends the pass pretty well. They don't defend the run uh, very well. So, uh, I just really do. I think the Seattle, while they don't win this game, I think they're going to cover nine and a half. All right, my last one. Chargers minus three and a half at the Colts. I don't know how you rebound from that epic collapse last week. And if you watch <laughs> the, watch the Chargers, uh, they've been playing some pretty good football lately. Uh, they, you know, they would have covered three at least in a 
push against the Titans, who are much better than the Colts. I just like uh, I like the Chargers to win this by a couple touchdowns. Easy cover, I think, on this one. All right, Skeddy's Bang Bang Niner Gang Lock of the Week. Yeah, uh, Commanders plus seven and a half at the 49ers. I, I just really think, you know, uh, the Commanders pissed off after they kind of got hosed at the end of that Giants game. Uh, Brock Purdy, at some point in time, Brock Purdy has to show us why he was the last pick of the draft. Um, with that many points, I'm just going to roll Commanders here. Uh Joe knows the reason I'm doing this for real, but we're not going to say it out loud. <laughs> we're not going to say it out loud. Uh, all right. Yeah, that's the last one there. I do have a couple more things real quick. I didn't announce uh, your three-game win streak or your three-game sweep last week took you to 24 and 21 on the year. Uh, I had a – what did I do, two and one? I don't – I didn't even go over mine. Yeah, Lions, I, had the Lions, think about it. Yeah. I didn't even review mine. Yeah, last week I went two and one Lions plus one and a half, got the win against the Jets. I had the Panthers minus two and a half, and they couldn't get it done at home against the Steelers. And then I had the Broncos minus three, which was I think they won by like 15 or something because the Cardinals are trash. Uh, <laughs> one last thing before we go, though. So because Andy is epically 0 and 6. I said, listen, let's see how long you can keep this streak of just sucking going on. <laughs> so he threw three games at me. So these are the bet the other way picks by Andy. Okay. Jags minus one and a half at the okay. Jets. So lean Jets. Texans plus seven at Titans. This is probably the week the Titans turned it around and just demolished yep, a division like opponent. Yep. And oh, I Andy! Confident did this one intentionally. <laughs> Watch for the upset in you, uh, Santa Clara this weekend because Andy's on the 49ers minus seven and a half. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean that that kind of if you're really looking at it as go the other way from what Andy says, it, it matches your lock of the week. So yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But I, I'm It'll pretty sure he did that one on purpose. But all right. We're going to wrap it up. That's this week's picks. We'll be back next week. Uh, well, hopefully we're doing a Saturday morning bonus yeah, show. So be. we'll, still, keep, still everybody, we'll keep everybody yes. posted on that. And uh, that show is going to just, it's going to be different layout than normal. Bonus show is going to have a couple topics that Sketty and I sometimes talk about just on our own that we're like, that'd be fun to bring up to, you know, with more people involved, uh, hear their thoughts. And then, uh, then we have the interview with Ray Russell that we got to play too, because I want everybody to hear his story. Uh, either way, that one's getting pumped into a show. If not this bonus show, then it'll be in next week's show because we need to play. That's like a 20 minute interview. It's previously recorded, but awesome story. Uh, Ray Russell, the 49 year old nose tackle for North Dakota state college of science. I had to, I had to remember that one, but um all right, thank the sponsors, Swing Juice, Bushlight, Napoli's, Your Daily Local, JP Photography, Mean Sales and Service, Jones Pest Control, Me, Myself, and Rye Podcast, Blue Line Auto, and Complete Roofing Systems. Uh, thank you all for making this possible. Listeners, appreciate you, the comments, engagement. We like that. So thanks for tuning in. And a reminder, you can listen to the rest of the show. If you missed some of it, uh, the audio will be uploaded shortly afternoon today. And uh, you can hop on there and, and listen to the rest. So until next week, 
Take care. Be safe.